three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Oh, it tastes good though. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I'm Miles, you betcha guy. We got a great podcast lined up. We got Q&A. We got talking Super Bowl. Um, and we got some vacation talk for us Midwesterners up here in the cold. So um, let's just get into the show. Here at You Betcha, we know that life is way too short to hold your own drink. And that's why we have the Bev Buckle. Now, the Bev Buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder. And I tell you what, this thing holds your bush lattes like a charm. They are handmade here in the U.S. And these guys were also on Shark Tank. So they are the perfect gift for someone who loves to drink bush lattes, but, you know, just doesn't want to be bothered with the fact of holding the bush latte. You can find these guys on their social media at BevBuckle or on their website, BevBuckle.com. That's B-E-V-B-U-C-K-L-E.com. And if you want 15% off of your order, use promo code YouBetcha with no space. That's Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A, YouBetcha, promo code 50% off at BevBuckle.com. And I hope that you guys love your Bush Latte holder. I want to talk to you guys about U-Motors, Motorsports and Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all of the best brands, Honda, Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Nautic Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats, all of the boats, and even Avalon pontoons. If you mention this ad, you can get 20% off parts and accessories, and obviously some exclusions may apply, but you can get 20% off parts and accessories. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, but also at their website, umotorsinc.com again that's umotorsinc.com i would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods back baby back i want my oh my god that's cold oh yeah betcha yeah yeah all right guys thanks again for tuning into episode five of the you betcha podcast you betcha radio podcast there you go Remember, guys, you can find us on all social media platforms at O-U-Betcha. That's at O-H-H-U-Betcha. We're, uh, we're kind of social media junkies. Like, that's that's the business. That's what the podcast revolves around. Yeah, it's like we we're talking about how I wasn't able to get... I, w- I went on a little uh, vacation this weekend. Yep. Um, just a weekend trip, and, and I didn't uh, get a second post about the podcast um, and it wasn't a lot less views, um, but it was just less views than what I'd want. Um, so the grind never stops. The content never stops. Um, and we kind of found that out last week cause that's the name of the social media game really. And before we get into this, <clears throat> I need to apologize about my voice. Again, I went on vacation this week, uh, this weekend and, Clearly, I lost some of my voice. I kind of got a little uh, cold going on, as probably most of us do in the Midwest at this point in time. Um, so just bear with my voice. Kind of think that I got like a cool sounding voice though. Now, like it's like a, it's like a raspy, like like I've been smoking for for ten <laughs> years or whatever. But so sorry. Um, yeah. So Ryan, we just got done with. Our last t-shirt launch. Can I get like a Ryan, the t-shirt guy update? Can I get a merch's nest update on what's going on in the merch side of the, of the, you betcha business? Yeah, man. The, uh, I'll just say this real quick. The merch's nest was on fire. Literally. Um, I think we were able to crank out all the shirts in like two nights while watching, um, the fire festival documentary, which I had never seen before. So, um, multitasking at its finest. I was able to crank all those out and uh, be able to watch a pretty cool documentary too. So now the merch is, it's on its way. If it hasn't arrived at your guys' doorstep yet, it is Should be route. almost there. Yeah. Um, we had a little, uh, we thought it would throw a little hiccup into shipping last week because of like almost everything being shut down because of the cold weather. Yeah, the, the place that we ship shirts out of, fulfills it all and stuff like that was closed for a couple days. 
Oof, Bush burp right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> was closed for like a couple days last week when we wanted to ship them out. Um, so shipping was a little more delayed, but um, it's just part of the business. And I hope that everyone who has their shirts, you love them. And you post about it on social media because that helps our brand. It helps uh, You Betcha grow. And who wouldn't want to show off some of the coldest shirts in all the Midwest? Yeah, 100%. And you know it's cold out when the mall shuts down. That's like the key um, around here is when the mall shuts down, you better go home and you better well, shack and, up with the blankets. Well, that and the McDonald's because McDonald's is like always open. <laughs> I feel McDonald's like it's closed down. I feel like it did in one of the days. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, but um, the merch is on its way guys. Uh, well, and, thanks again for that support. Yeah. And what do we got coming up though? Yeah. I was going to get to that. Uh-huh. So the new merch drop is coming in very soon, probably sometime next week. Um, we got some St. Patty's Day specials coming out. And you may um, be thinking it's, like, it's a little early for St. Patrick's Day, but with what with our system, it takes about a month from a launch to when we ship them out. So it actually put us right on, on pace to get everything to everyone by St. Patrick's Day. So Yeah, and I, I feel like the more we keep talking about this merch drop, like the colder the colder I get. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm like almost starting to nip out and I'm gonna need to put it <laughs> on a jacket, I think. It's a cold launch. Yeah, the 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 shirt that we're gonna drop, I've wanted to do like since the beginning, but I felt like I wasn't there yet. Um and it's been heavily requested. And all I got to say is it's just so cold in here. Um, so We're that's there, all man. I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah. There. yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the big sponsor coming in on You Betcha Palooza. This, yeah. this is a big one. Yeah. This one is cool because um, on the Ranch Wrangler, I, I reviewed Kickin' Ranch at Jimmy John's. So Jimmy John's is going to be one of the main sponsors for You Betcha Palooza. They're going to send their team or, or members of their team um, to come shoot video content, um, but they're also going to show up with Kickin' Ranch. Um, they're going to show up with like stuff to eat with chicken or Kickin' Ranch <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to hang out. I think they're going to give out some prizes, some gift cards. Um, so yeah, Jimmy John's is going to be at You Betcha Palooza. That'd be fun. Yeah. I uh, was talking to some of their corporate members and they were super excited about it. They've been looking for events like this. Um, to come to and be a part of because um, they're heavily involved with like the Midwest culture and stuff. Yeah. Well, they did that video um, like this last fall or last summer um, in the middle of a wheat field in yeah, they Binford, were launching North their, Dakota. Yeah, they were launching their uh, their wheat subs. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, they did it in North Dakota and it was actually like a really well done. It was cool awesome. Video. Yeah, I was so impressed. They set up a Jimmy John's in the middle of a yeah. wheat field. Um, so... They'll have a tent there. They'll come. I think they should have some bag boards out there, cornhole boards. Um, so, like, yeah, I'm excited about Jimmy John's being there. They've been super supportive of We Do since the beginning. They sent me already a merch, like, package. Yeah, so clutch. Um, I should hang my signed Jimmy John's mm-hmm. photo up on this wall. Um, they put You Betcha in as... Top in 10. their top 10 favorite things of 2018. So that was pretty cool. Um, and so they just have been really supportive of us and they're going to be at You Betcha Palooza. So if you love Jimmy John's, you love subs, you love kicking ranch, you gotta get to You Betcha Palooza. I don't know how much more we can beat beat the dead horse here on know. the podcast, yeah. but I think we'll just keep doing it. It's part of the yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and so it's going to be super cool, super fun to have them there. I don't know. I don't, I just, yeah, I was super excited when I got the email. It said that they were all in. I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's go. Um, that just makes you betcha Palooza. That's much more of a legit event and you know, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. No, a lot of exciting things coming, coming together with you betcha Palooza. A lot of loose ends to tie up still, but, um, crossing at the end of the T's day, and dotting I's as I like is. to call it. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. So February 16th, um, on Detroit lakes in Detroit Lake, Minnesota, Yep. Detroit Lake in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Yep. Sorry, I flipped that around. Um, it's going to be a good time. So on top of that, last week was a pretty big week for Miles, you betcha guy. Um, tell us a little bit about the five stages of shoveling. 
Yeah, we got another video above a million views. Um, it's approaching two million views. I saw that. <laughs> so that uh, is pretty fun, and it just goes to show that that people crave the Midwest content. They crave stuff that's super relatable, and that's the stuff we're trying to put out. Um, yeah, it's just kind of fun to be able to like just go outside and shoot a video of like pretty much what I was gonna do anyway. Right. You know, just shovel. <laughs> Um, and be able to reach that many people. I think we reached like 3 million people, uh, you know, 21,000 shares or whatever. Insane, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the content game we're in. And it also shows like the people who support you bet you are just sharing the crap at all the videos. And so that's super fun for us because I mean, then it's like, it's free game to just create content that people like yeah. and, we don't have to do anything other than just focus on the content. So, um, yeah, I, I got, again, every time that I talk about spotted cow in a video that gets quite a few views, I, I catch quite a bit of flack for it. Um, the classic, like you're ragging on spotted cow, but you drink piss water. Like what's up with that? <laughs> and I like this video until he made that spotted cow comment. And now I have, I shut it off and I hate it. it's like, <laughs> The people who can't Hard take a joke, lot. yeah. <laughs> the people who can't take a joke about um, a little uh, back and forth about a, a beer of all things, the thing right. that's supposed to be the most fun thing ever. Yeah, the keyboard um, warriors show their their true. So selves. I still stand by it. The shoveling is almost worse than drinking a spotted cow. So, yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, that makes two of us. Um, so. Yeah, whatever. Whatever to those guys that are hating on it. Um, yeah. My, okay, the comment that got the most likes on it, I'm going to give a shout out to this one. I don't remember who commented it, but it was hilarious. The lady says, um, I don't shovel, but I sit by the window with my bush latte while my husband's shoveling, and I shoot him motivational <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, I bet there's so many women that do that. Like, oh yeah, like oh, you're doing a great you're doing job, great, honey. honey. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm warm, but you look really cold. But you know, like I love you. Uh, I see you're sweating out there. Could could you use a towel? Yeah, I think we're out of beer for now. But yeah, so that that was pretty funny, and and uh, I love it when like people get creative with the comments and not just comment something boring or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. And I like it when people almost like upvote it by liking it. Because right. then you can get the best comments to the <laughs> yep. top yep. and really see that. But dude, I enjoy seeing the top fans, the top fan comment. It's cool to like see um the audience like kind of labeled in a sense. Um like Well, it builds a community for sure. Exactly. So you're scrolling through the comments and you see the top fans a lot towards the top. People who like are super engaged with the content, um, who are liking, sharing, commenting on a lot of a, a lot of your stuff. Um, well, and I try and when I am going through comments, that video was so hard to get to the comments of like commenting back to people because yeah, there were so yeah, many. Was, um, but when I am going through that, I do try, I will make like an extra effort. Oh, Ryan's breaking the mic again. <laughs> that happened in episode we'll, one and we'll he just did it in episode five here. It, it took me four episodes <laughs> to get it again. Um, Ryan, I thought we solved that problem. Uh, yeah, we did, but episode um, nine will be the next one. Yeah, I definitely looked to comment back more to people who have the top fan badge and, and people, a lot of people are wondering how you get that. And, I, and it's all about commenting, sharing, liking, and really just interacting with all of our content the most. Um, and that's how you get a top fan badge. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so we don't have an interview this week, but... We're going to do Q&A. So we put out a Q&A on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I'm going to answer a few questions this week. Yeah, I'm going to essentially interview you. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's hop into the Q&A again. Hit me with them, Ryan. We're going to interview Miles, you betcha guy, this week. Question number one, who was your favorite childhood athlete? Now, by uh, the way, this is from at Jake W. Taylor. At Jake W. Taylor. No numbers, so I don't think you like numbers very much on your handle, but <laughs> thank you for the question. Um, this one's tough because I had a lot of different, you know, like through the different phases of life, you like different players. Yeah. But I just very distinctly remember being a huge Vince Carter fan. 
because he's like one of the greatest dunkers of all time, you know? And oh, Bushbert. But here's why. I would when you go to the library at an elementary school as a kid and they make you check out a book, I probably checked out the biography picture book on Vince Carter about like 27 times in one year. <laughs> um, Miles, I thought you already read this book this year. Oh, no. I, you know what? There, I just really missed this one part. I forgot to read it like every <laughs> single time. Plus, the librarian was so old, she probably didn't even remember or no. care. Um, but on the Dewey Decimal System with like the card in the back. Yep. You know, like the last like 20 times were like my name with the stamp <laughs> next to it. You know, like no one else had their name on that yeah. card. Um, but I would say Vince Carter is one that sticks out in my mind. Um, and then, I mean, growing up in the uh, upper Midwest, you know, my, my parents are Vikings fans. So like Randy Moss and like Dante Culpepper, those years for the Vikings that, yeah. were... Uh, they were fun to watch. Um, Brett Favre was fun to watch. But again, I was, grew up in a Vikings household, right. so Brett Favre is kind of like a no-go. Uh, yeah, until 09. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, it was probably those ones. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite growing up? I would have to agree with Randy Moss. Um, the only sports jersey that I owned when I was younger was, I, and I don't even know if the Vikings wore these jerseys. It was a black Randy Moss jersey. Wow. Yeah, it was retro. I gr- garage, was it like a star- garage sale? That, was it like a starter? Oh, absolutely. It was a starter brand? The the retro starter official. Um, I think I know what you're talking about, to be honest. Yeah, so Randy Moss, that was like my my prime sports watching years. He, he, was, he, was, electric. My, he was my favorite athlete When Dante Culpepper got the role yeah. going. Oh, my God. Was, so electric. And then, my, my One of my favorite <laughs> plays, too, from that era was it was like at the end of a half, Dante Culpepper launched a ball to Randy Moss with no time left on the clock. And as he's getting tackled, he flips the ball over Michael his Bennett shoulder. To nope. Mi- Wait. Yes, it was. I'm pretty sure it was Michael Bennett. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. I think actually. it was. Flips it over his shoulder oh, and they score. Chills. That was, that was an electric play. That was great. That was great, man. Cool. No, I, I didn't expect the Vince Carter one, but Randy Moss, obviously. Yeah, like, it was like one of those just random. He, I mean, he was dunking like, like no one ever like dunked. You know? the, yeah, the honey dip is, I think, what they called that. <laughs> yeah. You would be, your specialty dunk would be the ranch dip. Yeah. The, uh, the ranch, I like that. The ranch dip. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, Who's it from? Brenton Karkhuff. Karkhuff. Not Karkov, but Karkhuff. Almost had a vodka situation on our hands. We did, yeah. Um, thanks again for your question, Brenton. This is the question that everyone has heard in their lifetime. Can I get you a side of ranch or blue cheese with that? Now, Miles, what is your opinion on blue cheese? Yeah, obviously I'm a very pro ranch guy. It's pretty pretty uh, out there. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been very public yeah. about being a ranch guy. I am not a blue cheese guy. I don't like the taste. I don't like the smell. I it looks similar to ranch and so some that's the worst. <laughs> you don't you're not really paying attention to the ranch, right? You like got some wings or whatever and they bring you blue cheese. You don't pay attention and you're just kind of like doing your thing and you take a wing or something and you dip it in there and it's blue cheese and you put that in your mouth. A lot of times I can smell it before I put it in my mouth. Well, you should be able to tell by the viscosity of it too. Yeah. Well, some restaurants got some really crappy uh, high viscosityized ranch, Ryan. <laughs> um, but, and then you get that blue cheese taste in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so no, I blue cheese. I am out. Yeah, I'm out on blue cheese as well. It's like, and honestly, I don't remember the last time I had blue cheese. But I'm just gonna go with the fact that like I'm not willing to take a chance to like ruin my batch of wings or <laughs> like ruin my fries with blue cheese yeah. just because I want to try it. So um, I imagine that people who eat blue cheese also drink Spotted Cow, and I just think that those two probably go hand in hand. So that's an interesting observation. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I don't have it. any we'll stats to it. back it up, but I'm just guessing. <laughs> Fact check that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brenton. Thank you again. Miles does not like blue cheese. He is a ranch guy through and through. Yeah. Um, I should make a screw your blue cheese shirt or something like that. Yeah. 
I do need to make a ranch series shirt line. It, it'll it'll come. I might come it'll in come. like March or something. Yeah, when the month that ranch is most popular in, which yeah, I, have well, no we'll, <laughs> I have no clue. I'll, do some re- I'll make Ryan do some research we'll, on that. We'll we'll look it up. Um, all right. Next question comes from at <coughs> Meg Close. At Meg Close, what's your favorite number, Meg? There is no number. I know. I need to know what her favorite number is. Two. She didn't put it in. She didn't put it in her she, name. She didn't put it in her name. We're gonna go with number two. What is your opinion on pickles, olives, clamato added to your bush light? I've I've been asked this a few times. Um, I've been kind of silent about it. I'm not against it. Um, now. I've been vocal in the past about how when you have a skunky beer like a Corona or something with like a clear bottle or whatever, you have to put a lime in it yeah. to mask the taste. The skunkiness. Um, yeah. Limes are like maskers is what mm-hmm. I kind of like to say. So putting a lime in or around a bush light, I would say is like, it's a hard pass for me. Yeah. Um, but putting a pickle, putting olives and stuff, I don't do it really ever, but there's once in a while I'll be like, you know, I just kind of like that, that, that taste combination. Yep. Um, and I'll throw, I like to call it a beer and a spear, a spear, spear. uh, a pickle Pickle spear. spear. Yep. I like that. Um, and some people are like, Oh, that's so girly to do that. And it's like, sometimes I just like the taste. (laughs) Nice bush burp, (laughs) Brian. (laughs) Um, sometimes I like the taste of a beer and a spear. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd rather do a pickle than olives. Now, Agreed. people who put Clamato, tomato juice, my mother puts tomato juice, not Clamato. She's sure. very vocal about that at yeah. the restaurants. <laughs> and like almost like grabs the waitress or waiter and is like, do not bring me Clamato juice. You better bring me tomato juice. Um, I just don't like that flavor. Sure. But I'm also, I don't like Bloody Marys either. So I kind of yeah. just. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. But so if I had to pick any of those, I would go pickle olives. Um, and that's probably it. Yeah. It's not wrong. Like people do it like fine. I understand it. You like the taste. Um, and I also think that it also though gets like a bad rap of people saying like that you're girly or whatever. It's like people just like to drink their stuff however they want to drink it. Right. What do you, what about you? So I like to hack the system a little bit at restaurants. Um, if I'm going into a restaurant super hungry, and I have to sit there for another half hour to get my food. Yep. I'm going to order a beer and a spear there you so go. that like halfway through this beer, I can take the pickle out and another have a little appetizer. Do, another hack you could do is get like olives on the side. Yeah. Say like, I just, I don't know, whatever. And then you just have olives to eat while you're waiting yeah. too. But I think like people who put pickle juice, <laughs> pickle juice in their beer, like there's some yeah, and I'm not a big fan of there's that. Some, yeah, there's yeah. something wrong with that. But no, it's it's I, for one, I like the taste. For two, I'm usually hungry, yep. so I'm gonna get that extra appetizer for free. Yeah, it's yeah. hacking the system. We call that yeah. It's like the uh, it's like a a beer and appetizer before your appetizer. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, cl- it's your pre appetizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. The clamato thing. I like I like clamato in my beer. It just makes them flow so much better. I don't know why. I don't know what what it is about the taste. Like the taste is, it's not like like knock, we're gonna knock have to you start, off your shoe. We're gonna you know? have to start calling you Ryan the clamato guy. I guess I didn't I know. We could, I didn't, pull, we could pull an audible with that. I, I, I didn't uh, I didn't know this about you, Ryan. And this isn't this isn't like the norm for me though. This is but like you would do one with that. Is I what would you're do saying. one. Yeah. yeah, plus a pickle. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like you're just turning this into a Bloody Mary. I need a big celery stick in there. I need some more garnishes. I need, stick. I need some Jack Links. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our thoughts on any additives into a beer. I think we're both on board with it. Just not overbearing. Yeah. You don't need to be a hard about it. Just like anything. Right. What's Thanks, the uh, next question, Ryan? Um, this one comes from Austin R. Jordan. Are you related to Michael Jordan, Austin? You got to let us know. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Because mm-hmm. um, Michael Jordan's the only one with the last name Jordan in the world, and so yeah. you must be related to him. Yeah, and, and it's A-N-J-O-R-D-A-N and not Y-N, so it's... Yeah, most most Jordans <laughs> are like that, Ryan. <laughs> okay, so um, a lot of people have been talking about this. We've been We've been getting a lot of questions on this. 
What are your thoughts on the Bud Light commercial taking aim at beers brewed with corn syrup? We're going to wait with that one, Kay. Okay. Later in this podcast, I think actually like the next segment, we're going to talk all things Super Bowl. And so let's just talk about this with that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait till then. All right. Um, Austin R. Jordan. Michael Jordan's cousin. Michael Jordan's cousin. You you can wait. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bird is the word. Uh, Caleb Gwerder. Is it disrespectful to mix ranch with other sauces? No, I uh, I don't think if you can if you can do it right and do the right ratios, you could have almost just a a magical experience with other sauces. Um, uh, give us an example. Um, for example, I like to get my wings naked sometimes yep. with no sauce. Get barbecue sauce and ranch, and then you mix them together, and then you only got to dip once for. Uh, um, what we call, uh, the, oh my gosh, I'm blanking the like most efficient eating experience, <laughs> one dip and eat Sure. by literally mixing barbecue sauce and ranch. Yep. Um, I haven't tried a bunch of other combinations, so maybe that would be something, uh, to, to pull the people on is what combinations do you like with ranch? What is in the Jimmy? What is the Jimmy John's kicking ranch? So is the, that sriracha? With I, I don't I don't know what necessarily what to put in it, but it is got a, the reason why it's called kicking ranch is there is a little bit of a spice to it. Okay, um, and I'm sure that they have it somewhere. The ingredients I just don't know off the top of my head. Okay, um, but yes, I am on board. <clears throat> I'm on board with mixing ranch with other stuff, as long as you don't get too over the top. Um, I feel like a like a good. Like a like a mayo or a, or a yeah, honey mustard or something yeah. would go yep. well mixed together too. Well, that just that just shows the versatility of ranch. And what can't ranch do, Ryan? Right, right. Whereas, like, if you just took a mayo, you couldn't. I mean, my dad mixes mayo with ketchup and mayo with mustard, but it's just it's yeah. not the same. Not the same. Not the same at all. You got. I think you got one more, right? Uh, no, we're just waiting on Austin R. Jordan's question for right. when we talk Super Bowl. Um, yeah, there was, I mean, that was, that was, was good. It's kind of funny because it's like <clears throat> a mixture of ranch questions mm. and bush questions. <laughs> the um, brand. So people know what I like and what I don't like, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are some curveballs thrown in there. Oh, there was one question on Twitter. Um, the question on Twitter was in the modern day of technology, how are we unable to, why can't we leave a group text? This is from greasy Tony's. <laughs> First of all, Tony, please share <laughs> your snowblower, you little bastard. Um, <laughs> secondly, <Screw> you, Tony. <laughs> Tony, you can, if you have an iPhone, <laughs> With a group message with a bunch of other iPhones, you can now leave the conversation. So um, you need to get up with the technologies, I think, Tony. Um, hey, so now so, there probably is a decent amount of people who don't know that. So I'm, yeah. I'm not going to shame Tony. Yeah. Um, but Tony, you can leave. You can leave the conversation now if you're on an iPhone. Now, Android. <clears throat> I have no idea because I don't think anyone even buys Androids anymore. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to buy an Android. Cricket wireless. What is yeah? What does an Android phone look like at this point? I have no idea. I don't know, man. Um, but you can leave now. So all you do to do is just Google search it, and it'll give you the directions on how to leave a group message. Um, and I, you're, and you're welcome, buddy. I gotta I gotta tell you a quick story. Um, so family group texts. We can all relate. Um, everyone's in that one family group text around the holiday season, um, trying to figure out plans and like where everyone's staying and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> My brother will savagely leave the group text. And at the bottom, at the very bottom of the thread on the group text, if someone leaves, it says, my brother's name is Brett. It says Brett has recently left the group. (laughs) (laughs) I want to start doing that. Um, So we do have this bit going in our family um, that my brother's fiance, actually, we tell when we're making plans, like meet up for dinner or something, 
we just always tell her that we'll meet we're that we're gonna meet her at Space Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like we'll be having Christmas at our my parents' house and be like, oh no, we actually just changed the location. Um you should go there, you should go there first and save us a spot at Space Aliens. <laughs> um and like all this stuff about um we're gonna meet her at Space Aliens, air quotes. Um, so you can have some fun with some group messages. I think she's never fell for that. Has she? Uh, well, we, she, if she has, <laughs> she has not told us. She's not lived up to it. No. Yeah. I but. get it. I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> oh my God. That's cold. All right. Super Bowl was this weekend. What'd you do, Ryan? What'd you do for your uh, Super Bowl? Uh, I just the casual go over to some friend's house, um, sip on a few beers, eat eat my face off. There you go. Um, I don't know. I mean, it la- like Sunday night at the Super Bowl for me was just kind of like to get around friends, hang out, like have good conversation. You weren't very invested in the game. Is Not what really. Saying. Not after the first. Not after the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, there was no momentum. Yeah, me and my family just got together. Um, I won some money, so um, yeah. I mean, that's not a, to brag. That's but, a win right there. Um, yeah, I won some money there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my thoughts on the Super Bowl, I think, is where we'll start. Um, everyone's complaining about how uneventful it is, um, how eventful, uneventful it was, but I mean. Oh, Bushburt. For a game to be that low scoring, the two best teams supposedly in the league is absolutely wild. Um, I think that the Rams were kept in check because the Patriot coaching staff is so good and were so well prepped. Yep. The Rams almost look like <laughs> they were very fresh and new to the big stage like that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Whereas the the Patriots had a little more swagger about themselves. Like, yep. All right, this is like the ninth time we've been <laughs> here in however many years. Yeah. Like, this is just they know another the game. Yeah, this is just another like. This is our mo. This is what we do. Um, commercials wise, I think that's what the people really care about. Um, Give the people what they want. So here's what's happened. I think. I think that the Super Bowl commercials have been on this steady increase, right, of, like, gaining more and more attention, more and more attention, and and uh, they were kept getting funnier and funnier, yep. and people kept being more and more excited about them. Well, we've reached that threshold point where it can only get so funny. Yep. Um, and, and now there's so much hype and focus on it that people uh, – that people like are expecting like this crazy thing to happen. Right. When in reality, they're just commercials, like nothing like that crazy is going to happen. Um, I feel like there's a lot of the same commercials just on everyday TV, but well, people don't pay as much attention to them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The attention's there, um, but the, also the expectation is so much higher that it's like getting difficult for these brands and stuff mm-hmm. to keep coming up with crazy stuff, but for the amount of money they're paying, what's a, what's a 30 second commercial cost these days? I think it's like like 5 million bucks or something like that. Yeah. Um, but what, what I have to say about it is a little bit too, is I think that now this is, I'm about to get real deep, ladies and gentlemen, I think get ready that as a culture in the United States, I think that our humor level has moved past and has changed from the humor of a TV commercial. The humor that you see in a TV commercial versus the humor you see online versus the humor you hear on radio stations versus the humor you re- you hear at a comedy club is all different, right? Yep. When The Office came onto the to the TV, there was no laugh track, and that was one of the first um, TV programs that didn't have a laugh track. Right. Um, but it was like good timing because we were all kind of used to and kind of gotten over the laugh track comedy thing. Right. And so that was perfect timing and that aligned perfectly with where the culture was of like ready for something new. We now have the internet and our, I believe that the U S and 
um, the just people in general, their comedy has moved past the one liner TV commercial stuff and move more into a social media world where stuff's a lot more real, not as staged, um, all that kind of stuff. And so I think that to get a laugh is really hard on a TV commercial nowadays because our just like our, our taste in humor and taste in commercials and stuff has changed and really deep thought. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. That was really <laughs> deep, but I I just needed to get that out of yeah. my system. When we've had that what conversation, do you, think? you 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 do you agree with me? I'm 100 percent on board. I I'm, I don't really even want to elaborate on it because it's just going to be a reiteration of what you just said. And we've t- we've talked about this many times before. Yeah. That's why. And I'm not saying that some of them weren't funny because I thought that uh, the one that Steve Carell was in, um, it was funny. It was like a yeah. Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Um, I thought that one was funny. Um, I. Uh, I'm trying to remember. That's what's tough is like yeah, exactly. there is so much. There was uh they they tied Game of Thrones in with Bud Light. Yeah. Well, I'm a big Game of Thrones hardo, right. so I but you're not I, a big Bud Light hardo. Yeah. We'll get to that in a sec here. Okay. So that's how I feel about uh, the commercials. Ooh. Nice one, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um it, it we're at an interesting time. I think it's kind of like a crossing point um in culture and um, and basically television and commercials and stuff like that, um, is just different than it was three years ago when it kind of like felt like it was at its peak of yeah. humor and, and attention. I'm not saying that I, I still think people watch them and try and watch every commercial they can. That's kind of become a culture. Yeah. Um, but to get people to laugh and be entertaining and be impactful, um, was, uh, is tougher now my okay so we're, we'll go back and forth on which one was our favorite um and then we'll talk about the bud light one okay do you have a favorite in your mind ryan man <laughs> honestly i can't even remember what well my ryan favorite. slept in the super bowl <laughs> so uh good conversation i was wrapped up man i was wrapped up in good conversation oh man i was uh one that i was looking for though was the Budweiser Clydesdales and the the Yellow Lab puppy that they had followed in 2014, 2015 as a puppy. I wish they would have kept going on with that story, like as the as the dog grew up. Yeah, because it was just them going through the Clydesdales, just like doing their befriending thing. the dogs. Essentially, like the puppy ran away one time and was like, "Yeah, but what what was it this year? It was just like it was like a Dalmatian, or it was a completely different dog, which I was so thrown off by. Well, the dog probably died, Ryan. R.I.P. to the well, he Budweiser was a puppy in dog. 2014. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Might have a know. tragic accident. I, I, I'm not gonna. Th- I'm not gonna let you yeah, land us on that one. I think one, that but. that's one of those things where. Like the Bud Budweiser, because that's what the brand, that's what that commercial's yeah. for. They're so caught up in tradition that they think that everyone wants to see those horses and thinks it's awesome yeah. that everyone, like, no one cares. Yeah. It's, I don't care to see those horses. Yeah. Cool. I I don't know. I, I think that they had, like, I think they need to move on. Yeah. I think they're just prolonging, they're prolonging the story. Um and now it's just to a point where it's like, okay. Well, I think that we corporate it. America moves like an inchworm. Oh, 100%. Um, and so for them to come up with it, they had literally had an entire year to come up with a Super Bowl commercial because yes. there's probably a team that just does Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. And they just came up with the same thing that they've been doing for 30 years. Great job, um, Jimmy. I'm promoting so, you to so the corner all those office. people deserve raises, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, my favorite ad was actually at the very end. What was your favorite ad, Miles? <laughs> well, there was two good ones. The the NFL hundred players where all the players were, that in was were good. good. That was probably that was good. In in a more popular sense, one of the better commercials. Now the one that people might have missed because they might have turned the game off was at the very end. Um, they brought in it looked like it was just gonna be an ad. Verizon did it. It looked like it was just gonna be an ad for um thanking the service members for their service. Oh, Bush Burt. Wow, man. About And it was an NFL coach. The coach had been in a life-threatening accident and survived. Saw that one. Yeah. And uh, what the guy didn't know was that the people who saved his life that night were standing in the room. Wow. 
it was like it was tough to like hold back some tears on that one. What, was Clay Matthews on that commercial too? Was he one of the? Because did it? Did the commercial I think it was just the one guy? Okay, because there was also a commercial that was like this team wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for the first responders who saved them. Um, yeah. And then there was like a wall of of pictures, like professional athletes, coaches, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Clay Matthews I, I and like all these then, higher level players that these first responders had had gotten called onto and saved the lives of right. these people. So different commercial, but kind of the same concept. I thought yeah. that was cool. That one was like, I was like, wow, that was like made me feel an emotion. And I think that's what you want out of a TV commercial is to like make people feel something. Um and they crushed it. So kudos to Verizon. That was my favorite one besides like the NFL top 100. That was, one. Good. That was just funny to see all yep. the former players and, um, and then yeah. that random guy at the end. Yeah. Do you know who that was? <laughs> I, I saw something about it on, cause Jalen Ramsey like swatted the ball out of his hands and he tagged the guy on his Instagram post of that video. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Some, um, okay, so let's talk Bud Light here. Yeah, a lot of questions coming through very, the Q and A. This is very, uh, this is very rare to talk about Bud Light on basically a page that only promotes Bush Light. Um, same family though. I like to tell people that. Yeah. Yep. If uh, if I'm at a bar and they don't have Bush Light, I'll probably go Bud Light next, just because I want to keep it in the Anheuser Busch family. Interesting. Um, that's probably a question that we get a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. My initial thoughts, I really liked that it felt like, because they had multiple commercials about it throughout. Okay. It felt like it was like a, a story, right? Yep. So it wasn't just a, like one scene thing, right? The fact that, like, I love the idea of, like, Miller Light having its own castle and Coors Light having <laughs> a castle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the thought of, yeah. like, that. Um, and And I'm all for, like rivalries and like people, you know, going at each other yep. here and there. Um, so, but I think it was really funny that they chose corn syrup because it's like one of those things that's like, so like, that's like such so petty to even like point out that it's like kind of funny. And I don't know what their angle was of why they chose corn syrup or whatever. I'm sure they've done a bunch of market research that people care about not having certain ingredients in their beer and this and that. But um, I just thought it was super petty to point out that the other two have corn syrup in them. Um, but I also liked the like Game of Thrones feel and like that there yeah. was like separate castles for each beer um, was kind of cool. Yeah. Partly because I am such a big Game of Thrones fan, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, no, I thought it was good. I think that people remembered it. I mean, that was the most asked question we got on on the Q and A was the, about the Bud Light the commercials. Bud Light corn syrup, yep. Um, and so the goal is to get people to remember your commercial, and I think they did that. Mm. What do you think, Ryan? You got a smirk on your face. <laughs> All right. I mean, I just, I just like let's just set the record straight. Like corn syrup, no corn syrup. You guys were still drinking beer, and it's not getting any better for us. Like, it's great to just sit down, enjoy some beers. Like, awesome. But don't go on a diet and be like, well, now I can drink uh, Michelob Ultra because it's organic. Or I can drink Bud Light because it doesn't have corn syrup. Like, so you guys, we're still drinking beer. Ryan no is completely on his fitness soapbox here. And we're, we're going to let him keep going. I want you to keep going, Ryan. I mean, I, I don't want to get into too big of detail, but it's... <laughs> It's, man. <laughs> this commercial has clearly upset Ryan, the t-shirt guy, guys. It did because, I mean, you, you, you said it yourself. It's, it, it's petty. It's like, let's, let's see what company can come up with the most ridiculous marketing scheme in 2019 to overdo their competitors. So McUltra is now an organic beer. Like, great. You, you start drinking organic beer. You're not going to get any healthier. Start drinking beer with no current corn syrup. So You're not going to get Ryan, any health here. You, I'm going to pause you here. <laughs> you have to remember that this is marketing and it's not practicality. 100%. Marketing does not equal <clears throat> practicality. Actually, people who market on practicality 
are probably going to do a lot worse than people who market on impracticalities. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. And so if you look at it through the eyes of a practical person, it's probably going to irritate you and you're going to be very mad. Um, as, as, you, as a Midwestern <laughs> podcast and as a Midwesterner myself and as someone who is um, close to farm families, I think that's pretty upsetting to a lot of corn farmers in the Midwest. I saw a lot of I saw a lot of, well, a lot of posts. people who farm barley and and the other ingredients that are in in Bud Light. Well, if they farm barley, they they probably farm a little bit of corn too. I right. mean, not not all of them, um, but yeah, I th I think that you're right on that, and I think that that's part of it. I mean, if you're Midwestern and you're a farmer and you're in that industry, yeah, that sucks, but you weren't, it's not like all of a sudden they're not going to have, they didn't have the corn syrup sale to Bud Light before the commercial. They're not going to have it after. So I don't think that has really changed much. Um, and I don't think anyone other than the actual farmers are really thinking about the fact that screw corn or anything like that. Um, yeah. So I think that that gets tougher to sell that. Um, but I will agree because I, I took some flack for doing the drink bush, not milk on Christmas thing from like, hey, support your local dairy farmer. Yeah. I guarantee that milk sales were not impacted <laughs> by my campaign. Um, so I apologize to any dairy farmers out there who thought that it was a smear campaign on their business and their livelihood. It was not. I, I love dairy farmers. Um, <laughs> it, part of it. Um, and it, I don't know, man, it's one of those things that was the corn syrup thing is so out there. and so it something is. that it no is. one thought they were going to come out with that. It's, it's very memorable. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was decent. I know exactly push burp where you're coming from. Um, but I'm not, upset about it but i'm also not like that was the best ever or great i think they could have come up with something a little more funny yeah i don't know like so what's like what's next what's the next big move by like so miller light or, or coors light i don't know i just hear i haven't heard anything miller light is constantly talking about like they run some ads i've seen about like bud light and yep. whatever yep since Coors Light has had like the silver bullet, people all over the world <laughs> join hands. Since that, like I don't remember a Coors Light commercial really. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. So, Did they get in trouble for saying that their beer was like brewed with like water from the Rockies or like brewed in the Rockies or because I don't know. it was? I thought I heard that at one point, but maybe. But they've been pretty silent, so I'm not think that nothing's really going to happen with them. Um, Miller light is kind of like, I feel like they're a little more savage, so they might come back with something, but, uh, Miller light, the first beer without carbonation because carbonation leads to an unhealthy lifestyle. Well, without carbonation is not beer, <laughs> Ryan. So no, that, that's my point though. Like what's the next big move? Oh, like anything, man, it, it can literally, they can right, no. they're gonna come up with corn syrup. They'll come up with anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm just, yeah. just what I'm curious about is what's the Miller light brewery is within five miles of a dumpster. <laughs> this is basically a dump. This is pollution. Yeah. To the um, Miller light plant. The one thing, the last thing I'll comment about the Super Bowl is they killed the, Bud, the Bud light night. No. So that tells me a little bit that they're going to end the campaign, the dilly dilly, the game of Thrones feel type sure. of campaign. It felt like they were going to kill that off by killing the Bud Light night. I saw an article today. I can't remember who posted it. Um, I think HBO insisted that Bud Light killed off the night at the end of that commercial. They probably paid them more too for yeah. it. Yeah. So why that move on their part, I, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe it's the Game of Thrones HBO tie-in. Like, well, I, I think that they it's long overdue. They've been running dilly dilly commercials and that scheme for, for so a very long, long time. And that it caught on. But yeah, and I think if they don't kill it off after this, it's really going to be just beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need to come up with something new, like the Budweiser Clydesdales. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. I mean. They're beating a live horse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. No, I didn't mean like beat yeah. the Budweiser Clydesdales. Yeah, okay, I meant Ryan. like <laughs> I meant like the shtick of that campaign. 
just make that mm-hmm. clear. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's my thought on the on the Super Bowl. I think Tom Brady. He's a go, he didn't man. have to do much this game though. No. But he still led the team. He still makes throws when he needs to. People were complaining about the fact that he didn't have to make any hard throws. And it's like, well, part of being on a good team and part of being a good quarterback is you want to put yourself in situations where you don't have to make hard throws. So you right. can't hold that against yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's still got six Super Bowls. He's still the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He took one snap in the red zone. Jared yeah. Goff took zero. Yeah. Which I is think, so wild. I think that the Rams look shell shocked, but um yeah, they'll, I be just, back. they'll be back next year. Maybe yeah. not to the Super Bowl, but they'll I think that Gronk might retire and I think that Tom Brady will come back. Agreed. Uh yeah, Gronk's up in the air. He's talked about it before. He's like, man, I this hope is that a- they don't come out come out of what their decision is and it's opposite of what I say before this <laughs> yeah. releases. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Super Bowls are fun. But Super Bowl's over, and uh, now we just have nothing. No football left. It's February. Wow. Wow. Give me a, oh, my God, that's cold. See if you can do it. Oh, my God, that's cold. <sighs> Way too fast. <laughs> we'll have to work See, on I that, I Ryan. Want, I didn't want to replicate yours, though. That, y- you I'm pretty sure own. you have a trademark on that. I'm trying to, man. I don't know. I feel like I got to hire a lawyer for that. Yeah. Well, we'll figure that out. Whatever. Man, it's February. We just had, in, in the last like week and a half, we've school has been de- delayed two hours, two days. It's been canceled two other days. The mall shut down. What, what are your thoughts on February? So, honestly, now that... NFL football is over. There's really nothing to look forward to. Uh, Not until March. Until like March Madness. Um, like this is like the most. I feel like one of the other than there's a there's well, a month in Feb- summer summer. But there's something going on like February 16th. Yeah, I was getting there, Ryan. I was trying. To, I was trying to build it <laughs> okay, up. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Other than <laughs> the, you betcha, Palooza. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest event ever on the ice. The only ice hole tournament in all of the Midwest. $500 cash prize. You betcha Palooza, February 16th. Be there or be from the West Coast. Um, Dude, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, you need to you got you got a case of the giggles again. I know, man. I told you I wasn't gonna do that, but that was worth it right there. That um, was solid. Yeah. <laughs> February, other than you betcha Palooza, which is part of the reason why I wanted to throw something in the winter, is because there is not a ton to do. Um I feel like it's yeah, it's one of the most dead times for a Midwesterner of the year. Uh there's not a lot going on. Um in the summer, there's not much sports going on, but at least you can have the like you can go to the lake, right? Um, and so I also feel like this is a time when a lot of people will take their warm vacation, yeah, for the year. <clears throat> um, let's like I feel like most I don't know maybe not most, but a lot of people will take one warm trip a year in the winter if you're from the Midwest. Um, you usually take like a week or whatever. And then you go somewhere warm and you drink and hang out and, and don't do a whole lot and relax. I don't know. I, uh, I, I'm going to do that the first week of March. Yeah. I was um, going to say I'm a late, I'm a late February, early March. Mostly because <laughs> I go, we'll go to like California. Yep. And so it's still like not very warm in February and January there. Yep. I mean, granted it still is compared to, compared to negative <laughs> like 65 is like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, like a lot of people go to Mexico or the Bahamas or whatever, you can go there any time of year. It's right. going to be warm and nice. Um, but yeah, February is like, I feel like the prime time to take a Midwest vacation is somewhere warm. I don't know. Yeah. I went to, I went to Mexico last year. Um, I think it was like the first week in February and it's just such a good time to get away. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. You, you, again, you do it once a year, right? 
It's the thing you like. I know that people are like counting down all winter long. <laughs> That's like what makes it that one week of warm weather amidst the negative degree temperatures yep. is like what keeps everyone sane for uh entire winter in the Midwest, which is kind of funny, but um, people got countdowns that all, oh, the, the, girl, count- all the girls on yeah. Instagram. Now uh, Instagram has a new feature where you can, you can, you count can literally down with count story. down. Um, yeah. The, uh, well, and when they go on their week vacation in February, <laughs> they, they take, take enough 50 photos they take for the next photos 50 weeks. to last until summer. <laughs> um, so it looks like they've been on vacation the entire way. Hashtag miss. Wish it was summer. Hashtag take me back. <laughs> That's yes. Girls love yes. putting hashtag take me back um, take in their back old vacation to the, photos. To the warm weather and cold drinks. This this cold weather got me thinking about sitting <laughs> poolside. Just whatever. But um, yeah, I, uh, I feel like there's... <clears throat> and families that don't go on a warm vacation. I feel like a lot of them go on a ski vacation. Sure. Which is um, equally as fun. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not warmer, but it's way more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that you're probably either like, if some families probably do both, but I feel like if you're going to go on a ski vacation, you kind of do that in December. Yeah. More around Christmas or like early January. Um, and then when it gets in the later months is when you go on the warm vacations more. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I feel like in the last few years in December, it, there hasn't been as much snow. Yeah. Um, so you like, you hit the ski trip when there's a lot of snow in other places. So when you come back, you're probably able to ski around your area or what have you, yeah. or you're going to, <clears throat> there's all these little hills yeah. that are considered yeah. places to ski. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the DL Mountain. Yeah, in Detroit Lakes. If you want to come up a day early to Detroit <laughs> Lakes, you got to hit There's up DL Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> it says mountain, but it's just a really big hill. It's a hill. Um, the, uh, yeah, I just, I, I love, I look forward to that vacation. Um, and I do it late enough in March to where it almost signifies the end of winter for me. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> I go on that vacation. When I come back, stuff's going to start melting. It's going to March madness is here. Yep. You get that summer or spring fever. Spring fever is the best. <sighs> the first day heard, you can yeah. go outside without a coat on oh is my gosh, like, man, <laughs> or just like a, like a hoodie, a hoodie with a cap on oh, the best weather. Yeah. And because summer's boom right around the corner, man. Oh, you just can taste summer. I'm I'm itching that. Oh, I can't wait to get a boat in the in the water. Boat in the water, a a floaty blown up. Drink some bush light on the pontoon. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it. There's just nothing better than taking a warm vacation as a Midwesterner. It makes the entire winter worth it. To be honest, so when you go on vacation. We should do like a split, like a split screen podcast. Yeah, like you in California, me in North Dakota. But we both have to do it outside. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> right back here. It's like, all right. Well, I need to look at my contract again. And see, if, <laughs> I don't think that's in there. I don't, well, you might get hazard pay for that, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Workers' comp, frostbite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I'm definitely going to do content while I'm there because the content never sleeps. Right. The content doesn't take vacation. Well, and, and you saw that too when you went on, on a mini vacay this last weekend. Yeah. And we're plugging the podcast. and Well, I, I still was doing stuff and, and posted a, a video and whatnot, but yeah. I I, I mean, I, I electric California ranch wrangler videos do. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten any requests in California? Maybe you should do that before you go. <laughs> yeah. Put out there of where should I go in California? Yeah. In um, and out. Yeah. We'll see. And then maybe like <laughs> the uh, the adventure to try and find bush light in yeah. California is probably going to be. Well, you can just use a bush be, locator. Yeah. Well, yeah. That would kind of be cheating but it would in a be, sense. But. Yeah. But it would be. A, Interesting to see if it's three two beer or not too. That could be part yes, of yes, yes. Um, so it'll be I'll be I'll be <clears throat> relaxing during my vacation, but I'll also be doing some content. So, yeah. um, yeah, I just I feel like 
Everyone has that one warm vacation that they go for every winter. That's all they that's when it's negative thirty. Yeah. When everything's closed. Yeah. When they when they've in, are in the complete and utter defeat stage of shoveling. <laughs> they just think about their one their seven days <laughs> in paradise. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, I know that that's that's something that I look forward to for sure. Yeah. This You Betcha Radio podcast was brought to you by our friends at the Bev Buckle. Bev Buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder. And you can find them at bevbuckle.com. That's B E V B U C K L E.com. And you can get 15% off of your order by using promo code You Betcha with no space Y O U B E T C H A at bevbuckle.com using promo code YouBetcha for 15% off. All right, guys. Thank you again for tuning in to episode five of the You Betcha Radio podcast. Remember, go follow us on social media at OYouBetcha. That's at O-H-H, YouBetcha, any social media platform. Um, we like to be social. That's right. Um, I am Miles, the You Betcha guy. What, and who, I are, who are you, am, Ryan? I'm Ryan, the t-shirt guy. No, you are Ryan, the Kamado guy now. Ryan, the Kamado guy. <laughs> Ryan, the Kamado guy <laughs> with Miles, the You Betcha guy. We are You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all of the Midwest. May your ranch always be runny and your bush light forever be cold. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah.